This is a throwdown, a showdown. Hell no, Rob Faye Nation can't slow down. It's gonna go. First offense. All the mix. Okay, party people in the house. You're about to witness something you've never witnessed before. Yeah, hustle in the house. Yeah, hustle in the what is going on? I'm Rob Fain. Welcome to your Wednesday edition of Sports Bar Radio. It is the 29th day of December. We are almost ready to flip those calendars to 2022. Man, what an unbelievable year. I thought 2020 was going to be the dog's breakfast. 2021 was right there with it, and only because I thought we had finally turned the corner, and wouldn't you know it, we are right back. Well, I wouldn't say exactly where we started, but in a place right now where the frustration is growing. The one solace, well, one of a few, but one of the solaces that we've been able to take away from this year is we got to see sport resume. Whether it was the NBA, the NHL, college football, whatever you want to say, we at least got to see it back in some semblance of uh, what it used to be. Major League Baseball got a full 162 games in. The Canadian Football League, although a truncated schedule, was able to get their season in. So everybody, for the most part, was able to get their seasons back. But as we're finding with this new Omicron, I said that right, right? Omicron? Anyways, who cares? You know what I'm talking about. Bottom line is now the World Juniors are being affected. The U18s are affected. The NHL, NBA, it is widespread. And that is where the frustration stems. But before we get to all of that, before I let you know what's going on with some of the holiday bowls that are going on south of the border, we're getting ready for the BCS Championship. Toronto Media putting forth their MVPs across the board. Let me get you to that one story that rises above everything else. Let me get you to the lead. We've scoured the globe for the stories that matter to you. Okay, well, let's be honest. Rob picks most of the stories, so maybe they matter more to him? Anyways, pull up a chair and let our bartender pour you a cold one because there's a lot going on in your world today. So it came out yesterday that John Madden, the great football mind, passes away unexpectedly at the age of 85, a life well lived. And when you think back to what John Madden was to generations of football fans, I mean, think about it. The older generation knows him as the player and as the Super Bowl winning coach with the Los Angeles slash Oakland Raiders. And then you think of the next generation that got used to him as a broadcaster, the proverbial voice of Sunday with Pat Summerall and in some instances Al Michaels. And then to a younger generation who knew him as the name and the voice behind one of the greatest games, if not the greatest game, that Electronic RCA Sports has ever put forward in Madden football. There are so many roads traveled by the great John Madden. That's before you get into his public speaking, everything that he did with commercials on television, uh, a really larger than life personality. I mean, just listen to the voice. It just feels like home. I noticed uh, Pat Troy Aikman's trying to grow a beard, and he just can't do it. I mean, you know, the blonde-haired guys, a lot of them have trouble, but I can't even, I'm looking as close as I can, and I can't see any beard, but he's been, that's a four-day beard, isn't it? It's a passive attempt. It's very, very passive. (laughs) Here's Terry Allen. Out to about the 20. There it is. You know, here it is. But see, I mean, I mean, he got a little in here and a little up there here, but he doesn't have anything here at all. Watch when you take it off. He doesn't have anything going up in there. Well, you got to give him time. He just had his 29th birthday. I know, but I don't think he's doing a very good. I quit. I mean, you know, I mean, like, like if you've been working out for for like four days and that's all you get and the going gets tough. If it's that tough, just quit. 
Well, you can't just quit. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, that's, what you, that's what I'll say. I want to go and get... So there's a couple of points that I want to take away from that. And, in, and again, in light of his passing at the age of 85, I would go as far as to say he is one of the greatest broadcasters of any generation. And it is not by accident. I mean, obviously, he worked hard. He traveled around. He saw the game. He knew the game. But make no mistake about it. Any of the four major networks that associated with John Madden knew exactly what they were getting. And it was more than just insight from a former Super Bowl winning coach. It was the quirkiness. It was the awkwardness. It was the guy next door mentality. Because I can assure you this, as a guy that every Sunday turned on the television and watched more than one game, John Madden's voice was the one that I could relate to. There were better voices like Pat Summerall, Al Michaels, the giants of the game. But John Madden was the most relatable. And he was relatable because he would talk about regular things and things that you would never expect to hear on a nationally televised broadcast. And some thought it was quirky, some thought it was a little annoying, but I can guarantee you a large portion of the fans, and the reason that he worked for as long as he did is because people loved him. And they could associate with him. And they understood the game better because of him. Because he didn't overanalyze it and make you feel like you were stupid watching a sport that surely he knew more of than you did. He explained it to you, the average Joe, in a way that you could understand and relate to. And I say to a lot of broadcasters in this day and age, and I had this conversation just the other day through text messaging with one of my friends. I said, what are you trying to accomplish when you're broadcasting a sport? And the response was, well, you know, I'm just trying to keep up with the action. And the bigger picture was, listen, you need to make sure that you're relating to the listener or the viewer, not just getting out the proper terminology and saying it as fast as you can, but making sure that no matter who is listening, whether it's a diehard, a casual, or somebody that has no idea what you're talking about, that they can relate to you. It is so, so important. And I don't know if there's anybody more relatable than John Madden. I mean, you think of the greatest voice that I've ever heard in my generation, Vin Scully. And he could tell a story better than anybody. But when it came to relatability, feeling like you're sitting around with a guy just having a beer, John Madden was that guy. And I'm not putting him in a conversation and saying, who do you like better? I'm just saying for my money, of everybody in any sport that I've ever come across, nobody had a bigger presence, had more credibility, and yet was more just the guy next door than John Madden. There was something on Twitter as well that I thought was kind of interesting because somebody the other day said, don't think of John Madden just as the EA sports guy. He was much more than that. And looking through the comments, immediately I almost knew what they were going to say. There were a lot of people out there that said, listen, because of that video game, I became a fan of football or I learned about football through Madden, through EA sports. And it's something that in this day and age, and it's so true. You sit down at your television with that joystick or your controller or whatever you want to call it, depending on the generation, and realistically, you play that game enough, whether it's hockey or basketball or football or whatever it ends up being, you learn about the terminologies, and then you learn what the coach's pick would have been. When would you blitz, and when would you play your nickel package or your dime package, or when would you throw that out route, or what is a post route, or all of the little details that, again, the common fan might get intimidated by if they just watched... And then it was nothing but the pros talking in pro terminology. John Madden, when it comes to the game of football, probably grew that sport more than anybody else associated with the game. I will put that conversation up to you against anybody. Because again, if you think about it, from the diehards, the Super Bowl performances, what he did on the field, beat as a player and a coach, yeah, he's got instant credibility. When John Madden talks, you listen. 
But when you think of what he did in the broadcast booth, instructing and developing and showcasing and just absolutely explaining the game in a way that everybody could understand, you also learned from John Madden. And that's before, as I mentioned, the young generation sat down in front of their TVs and just played Madden. Nobody has been more influential in the game of football than John Madden. I'll put that conversation up on Twitter. Hit me up at Rob Fay, R-O-B, Amphis and Frank A-I. Let me know what you think. Is John Madden the single most influential person in the history of football? I'll leave that with you. All right, let's get to the rest of the news of the day. We're not quite done with the gridiron just yet, but let me get you to that one room where we house all of the news of the day. Let me get you to the VIP room. You knew tonight was going to be a good night, didn't you? Guys, the ladies don't want you wasting their time, so get to the point. 10 topics, 10 minutes. Hold on to your drinks because we're about to bring you the entire world of sports before the DJ can pull out the vinyl for his next set. Welcome to the VIP room. Okay, so before we move on to the NHL and baseball, basketball, let's really quickly touch base on the fact that the BCS championship is right around the corner. Friday night, two games, Alabama-Cincinnati, and then number two, Michigan taking on number three, Georgia. Now, let's start with the one versus four. Alabama is 13 and a half point favorites over Cincinnati. Over under in this one is 58. And the reason that I'm starting with the kind of gambling line is because Cincinnati, in their last 10 games where they are the underdog, have been under in every single game. Over under in this one is 58. It's basically going to be quarterback Bryce Young against Cincinnati's defense. That is the ticket to keep this one close. But you got to think that Alabama is going to get through to the championship game. The other one, well, this is an interesting one because Georgia was so good all season. But they got the boots put to them 41-24 in a loss to Alabama. That shifted them down to number three. Michigan has been running wild. They have averaged nearly 48 points over their past three games. So what does this one come down to? Michigan's run against the Dogs' defense. Georgia is a seven-point favorite in this game, but it could go either way considering how hot Michigan is running. Over-under in that one is 44.5. It was 43 for the early part of this week, but that has gotten a little bit of a bump. But again, you got to think that these two teams are going to go over in that one. Closer to home, Pac-12, Oregon, 10-3, getting ready to take on Oklahoma, 10-2. The Ducks are seven-point favorites. The over-under in this one is 63. Bob Stoops back in the fold for the Sooners. Oregon looking to finish with an 11-win season. And again, the over-under in this one, E63. All right, to the National Hockey League. Six games on tap. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been able to preview some NHL games. Let us get you to those of the Canadian content. Edmonton getting ready to take on St. Louis a little bit later this afternoon. Two very good teams all season long. Edmonton at 18 and 11, despite the recent slide heading into the COVID break. St. Louis consistent at 17, 9, and 5. But the Blues have been nasty at home this season, and that's where tonight's game's going to take place. Blues are 11, 3, and 2 at home. Well, the Oilers are very modest, 8-5. and five. I think that the Blues are going to win this one, but the over-under at 6.5, I think this one's going to take a while. The legs might be a little bit heavy, and Edmonton's still trying to work out a few kinks. I think this one is going to go under the 6.5 that Vegas has put on the line. Vancouver in Anaheim, and as good as it's been for the Vancouver Canucks heading into the break, six games in a row, 6-0 and oh, under Bruce, there it is, Bruce Boudreau. Vancouver is still 14-15-2 on the season, taking on a very formidable Anaheim Ducks team at 17-9-6. 
And the million-dollar question is, can Vancouver pick up where they left off? Got to remember, Bruce Boudreaux, in his first half-dozen games in Vancouver, has yet to lose. But they're going to be taking on an Anaheim team that has really had their number over the last couple of seasons. In their past 10 meetings, Anaheim is 8-2 and two, and have won their last three head-to-head -head meetings. And, of course, we do have to address the COVID stuff right now with the Vancouver Canucks. Brock Besser this afternoon has been placed into COVID-19 protocol. Alex Chason, the only member of the Canucks currently in that protocol. And that's a tough blow. Besser with 9 goals, 17 points in 28 games this season, including points in 6 of his 8 games this month. So tough that they're coming back without one of their most dangerous weapons. Other games in the NHL tonight, including the Rangers in Florida, Nashville getting ready to take on Alexander Ovechkin in the capitals of Washington, New Jersey in Buffalo, and Philadelphia is in Seattle. Off to the diamond we go. Kyle Seeger, who spent his entire 11-year Major League Baseball career with the Seattle Mariners, announcing that he is going to retire. He had been listed as a free agent this winter after, again, more than a decade with the M's, using his wife's Twitter account to post a note that says, quote, Today, I'm announcing my retirement from Major League Baseball. Thank you to all my family, friends, and fans for following me throughout my career. It's been a wonderful ride, but I am unbelievably excited for the next chapter in his life. Seeger is just 34, and for years, people have said at one point he will find his way to being on a coaching staff and one day perhaps even a manager of a Major League Baseball team. Well, as the Players Association and Major League Baseball are on a collision course towards what we would assume at this point is going to be a work stoppage in the 2022 season, it's an interesting twist of fate because right now, Japanese and Korean baseball leagues are starting to look at big-name players to perhaps make their way to that side of the pond. For years, Major League Baseball has been able to pluck some of the best players from the Asian leagues, but with, of course, no baseball to be played here, potentially on this side of the water, it seems right now that different organizations are starting to see how much money they have in the kitty to maybe take a run at some modest Major League talent. Very cool article on CBSSports.com from RJ Anderson talking about which players might be enticed to go to Japan or Korea to keep their tools sharp if there is, in fact, a work stoppage in North America. Until the association and all-star voting has begun, and it is the usual suspects at the top of the totem pole, the likes of LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, but one Toronto Raptor is looking to make his name on the big game, and that is Fred Van Vliet, who right now is getting a major push from the Raptors organization because he is not getting the attention that he will need, uh, definitely not to be a starter, but dare we say to even make this team. And he has been good this year for the Raps. 20 points per game, nearly 7 assists per game at 5 boards as well, and is shooting nearly 40% from 3, which is his best mark since 2017-2018. The only problem is right now LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets is getting a lot of the rub. Melo almost at 20 points per game, but 8 assists and more than 7 boards a game. And coming off his Rookie of the Year campaign, he has really turned himself into a star. As far as tonight goes, nine games in the association, including the Lakers at 17 and 18 against the Grizzlies at 21 and 14. The Lakers with all that talent, a game below 500. Yes, injuries have been a bit of the equation, but you can't imagine that even if one of those guys were missing, be it LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, etc., 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 that they shouldn't be one of the teams to beat in the Western Conference, but right now definitely spinning their tires in the mud. Half game back of the Clippers, who are at 500, getting ready to take on the Celtics tonight. And the Bulls hosting the Hawks. Bulls are 21-10 and 10 this season. 
And very quickly to the Premier League overseas, Chelsea and Brighton finishing 1-1 full-time, and Brantford losing to Man City 1-0, which keeps Man City comfortably ahead of Liverpool, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Alright, let's wrap it up. Your Wednesday edition of Sports Bar Radio. Quick, concise, straight to the point, and hopefully gives you enough that gets you back to the water cooler for your afternoon run, feeling like you are the smartest guy or girl in the workplace. My thanks to everybody at Equity Guru. This is one of my last shows of the 2021 year, and I just wanted to say to Chris Perry and everybody associated with this show, Jay Swing, brother from another mother, Galen, Asan, and the irreplaceable Priscilla Choi, thank you for making me a part of your family. Until we do this again, maybe one more time before we flip the calendar, let's do it again one more time before we flip the calendar. I'm Rob Fay, and you've been listening to your Wednesday edition of Sports Bar Radio. Drive safe, and yes, the weather's going to get a little greasy again before the weekend is here. Please take care of yourself, wear your mask, and uh, again, let's make 2022 a much better year than 2021. I'm Rob Fay. Take care. You're listening to Sports Bar Radio with Rob Fay, brought to you by Equity Guru. Equity Guru, investment information for millennials and madmen.